Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com. Today we are looking for some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms, and we are ready for Psalm 56. And in fact, we're going to read Psalm 56 and 57. Uh, We will also be looking at Proverbs 7 this morning. Now, both of these Psalms start with the exact same phrase. And they're both very short psalms, Psalm 56 being 13 verses and Psalm 57 being 7 verses, or I'm sorry, 11 verses. Psalm 57 starts with this, Be merciful unto me, O God, be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. I was just thinking about everything that the world is going through right now and specifically the people of faith, not just in the United States, but just around the world. And uh, very difficult times and calamities all around. And it's like, what do we do? Is there any hope? What is the future? Is God going to intervene? And I was just thinking about how David just continuously asked God to be merciful to him. And he goes on and he says, I'm going to take refuge under God's wing, like in the shadow that's being overcast by the protection of God's wing until these calamities overpass. And he's going to trust in God, and no matter what seems to be going around or happening around him, he's going to be okay because he's trusting in God. And both of both of these psalms start with that mindset: "Be merciful to me." And so maybe that should be in our prayers this morning and moving forward into the future, into the unknown. We just ask God to be merciful to us, and then we trust in Him. So let's take a look. Psalm 56 and 57, starting with Psalm 56, King James Bible. Verse 1. Be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. He fighting daily oppresses me. Mine enemies would daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me, O thou most high. What time am I afraid? I will trust in thee. In God I will praise his word, in God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Every day they rest my words, all their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather themselves together, they hide themselves, they mark my steps when they wait for my soul. Shall they escape by iniquity? And thy anger cast down the people, O God. Thou tellest my wanderings, put thou my tears into thy bottle. Are they not in thy book? When I cry unto thee, then shall my enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. In God will I praise his word. In the Lord will I praise his word. In God I have put my trust. 
I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. Thy vows are upon me, O God, I will render praises unto thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death. Will not thou deliver my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? So that is Psalm 56. And twice in this psalm, David makes the point that he's not going to be afraid of flesh. He's not going to be afraid of men and what they can do to him. Why? Because he's going to trust in God. But he does ask the question. He says, are they going to escape? Should they escape by iniquity? In other words, are they going to continue to get away with this? Is their wickedness and their evil plotting and their plans, are they going to continue to prosper in their evil ways? It's a fair question and a question that I've been asking God to, you know, for a while now as I watch the deceptions and the, the wickedness and just the overbearing evil that is taking place in high places in the world right now. And really, in the United States of America, where it's just nothing but lies, deception, fear, dividing. And I'm like, God, how long are you going to let the wicked rule over the righteous and let the wicked abuse and consume and feed on the needy? David's asking a similar question. He's like, are they going to escape all this through their own iniquities? You know, through their own wickedness, are they going to escape and he says, In thy anger cast down the people, O God. He says, Put my tears into a bottle. Are they not written in thy book? I think that's an interesting statement from David. He's, he's believing and suggesting that God knows about every tear that's come out of his eye. And in fact, there's a record of it all in the books in heaven. And we see this concept throughout the Bible. We see it in the book of Enoch and the Dead Sea Scrolls, this idea that everything has been recorded and put into books. And one day the books are going to be open. Let's start with the tears thing. In Revelation chapter 7, verse 17, one of the promises is this, For the Lamb, which is in the midst of the throne, shall feed them. He shall lead them into living fountains of water, and God shall wipe away all the tears from their eyes. And in Revelation chapter 20, John says this, I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. There's a day of reckoning, a day of judgment coming, and nobody can escape because everything that's been done and said and thought is recorded. It's in the books. There's proof. And David's, he's saying, God, he, he puts my tears into a bottle. And when I cry unto thee, then shall my enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. Let's move on to Psalm 57. Starts the exact same way. Be merciful unto me. O God, be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge. 
until these calamities be overpassed. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? I will find refuge until these calamities be overpassed. It reminds me of the passage out of Isaiah chapter 26 verse 20 which says, Come, my people, enter thou into thy chambers and shut thy doors about thee and hide thyself as it were for a little moment until the indignation be overpassed. For behold, the Lord cometh out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity, and the earth shall disclose her blood and shall no more cover her slain. It's a picture again of hide, hiding ourselves. And David's saying, I'm hiding myself under the shadow of God's wing until all this is overpassed. It may be that now more than ever is the time to hide ourselves under God's wing and to take refuge in God. And this is a faith thing. This is about really believing that God is going to, that is, God is for you and he's going to protect you. And based on the way the world is right now, would any of us be surprised if God were to come out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity? Let's continue on. Verse 2, I will cry unto God most high, unto God that performeth all things for me. He shall send from heaven and shall save me from the reproach of him that would swallow me up. Selah, God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. My soul is among lions, and I lie even among them that are set on fire. Even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows and their tongue a sharp sword. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They have digged a pit before me into the mist whereof they are fallen themselves. I've talked about this concept. It's throughout the whole of the Bible. This idea that the wicked will eventually fall into their own traps, right? They'll fall into their own ditches. They'll fall into their own pits. It says here, they have prepared a net for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They have digged a pit before me. Into the mist whereof they are fallen themselves. This is a prayer of mine. Because I see all the traps being laid. I see all the ditches being dug. The pits being dug. The snares being set for the common person, for the common person and for the lowly person and for the poor and for the people of faith and for good-hearted people. And I'm praying, God, may they themselves fall into these pits. Verse 7, my heart is fixed, O God, my heart is fixed, I will sing and give praise. Awake up my glory, awake Psaltery and harp, I myself will awake early. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people. I will sing unto thee among the nations. For thy mercy is great unto the heavens, and thy truth unto the clouds. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. And that's the end of our Psalms for today. Let's switch gears and go look at chapter 7 of the book of Proverbs. And this is a continuation of 
the proverb writer, giving wisdom to his sons. And he's continuing this theme. Remember, this is words written to his sons. And so he's continuing this theme about the dangers of a strange harlot-style woman. And how that's going to lead to destruction. And he's specifically talking about, you know, a woman who would be like a harlot who has married, right? And her husband has gone away on a trip or something. And the dangers of getting entwined in this because it leads to the pits of hell. And these are important words for young men. And of course, you could switch the genders and the message and the wisdom would be the same because there are women who get seduced by men and seduced by married men as well. And there's a danger here, severe danger. It'll destroy your lives. And this is why he spends so much time writing. This is why we've seen this message over three or four different proverbs in a row, the dangers of a strange woman. Let's look at it. Proverbs chapter 7, verse 1. My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee. Keep my commandments and live, and my law as the apple of thine eye. Bind them upon thy finger, write them upon the table of thy heart. Say unto wisdom, Thou art my sister, and call understanding thy kinswoman, that they may keep thee from the strange woman, from the stranger which flattereth with her words. For at the window of my house I looked through my casement, and behold, among the simple ones I discerned among the youths a young man void of understanding, passing through the street near her corner. And he went the way to her house. In the twilight, in the evening, in the black, in the dark night. And behold, there met him a woman with an attire of a harlot and subtle of heart. She is loud and stubborn, her feet abide not in her house. Now is she without, now in the streets, and lieth in wait every corner. So she caught him and kissed him, and with an impudent face said unto him, I have peace offerings with me, this day have I paid the vows. Therefore came I forth to meet thee diligently to seek thy face, and I have found thee. I have checked my bed with coverings of tapestry and carved works with fine linen of Egypt. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love until the morning. Let us solace ourselves with loves. For the good man is not at home. He has gone on a long journey. He hath taken a bag of money with him and will come home at a day appointed. With her much fair speech she caused him to yield. With the flattering of her lips she forced him. He goeth after her straight away as an ox goeth to the slaughter, or as a fool to the correction of the stocks till a dart strike through his liver as a bird hastened to the snare, and knoweth not that this is for his life. Hearken unto me now, therefore, O ye children, and attend to the words of, thy, of my mouth. Let not thine heart decline to her ways, go not astray in her paths, 
for she hath cast down many wounded, yea, many strong men have been slain by her. Her house is the way to hell, going down to the chambers of death. So again, the proverb writer here is warning his sons by telling a story of a man who went to the corner and found this woman who was dressed like a harlot. And she seduces him with words and, and then seduces him with this idea of her bed. And the good man, which could also be translated as husband, is gone away. He won't be back for a while. He says her house is the way to hell. Going down to the chambers of death. Well, there is wisdom and encouragement and hope found in the Psalms and in the Proverbs. And I pray you've been blessed by this this morning. I pray it in the powerful name of Jesus. Please share these videos and these podcasts and get them out to people who need to, to hear it and be encouraged by it. Share it on your social media, you know, share it however you would share it. The world needs the truth of God's word right now. They don't need my voice or my opinions, but they do need the word of God. It's the only light left in this world. And it's our only hope. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.